Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Bachelor Blab. I am Jackie Maroney here with. I'll let you introduce yourself. Oh, a treat! Hello, Erin McNaught here. How is everyone? Yeah, how are you guys doing? Happy Thanksgiving! I hope you guys are spending some time with family, whether it's virtually or in small groups together. But definitely being safe about everything because. It's scary, but of course, we all deserve some time to celebrate with our loved ones. And yeah, we just watched an episode of The Bachelorette, so let's get into it. Do you have anything else to add? Um, no, I was just going to ask you what your f- favorite Thanksgiving food was. Um, honestly, I think I'm going to be pretty basic and just say stuffing because there's no other time in my life where I ever eat stuffing, to be perfectly honest. I do honorable mention mashed potatoes with gravy, which is definitely a holiday classic, but you can have mashed potatoes with gravy other times, but you really can't have stuffing any other day than Thanksgiving. So I would say that's my favorite. What's yours? Mine is also stuffing, but that's like the only Thanksgiving food that I care about. Like I just want a glass of wine and a plate of stuffing Mm -hmm. and I need nothing else. Honestly though, I might even retract that and say, it's just the gravy. Like I love the flavor. Like obviously I put gravy on the stuffing, put gravy on the mashed potatoes and I put gravy on my entire plate. But like, if I could just do like a facial of gravy and then lick it off of my face, that's what I want for Thanksgiving. See, that's the content that I, that I was looking for from you. Thank you for that. Yeah. I think honestly, the gravy might be my my favorite part. And specifically in the stuffing, just the bread, just the Mm -hmm. old bread. Like I don't want the any of the crusties or anything else. I just give me like a bowl full of cubed bread. That's <laughs> yeah, in the oven. <laughs> I know it's so good. I do love stuffing Ugh. so much so that so my stepmom is making Thanksgiving, but it's very small. It's literally just me, my brother, my dad, and my stepmom Anna, and she's cooking. But so she's like not going absolutely off because it's just the four of us. But and she was gonna make this stuffing that she likes, which is. It's like a more Hispanic type thing where it's like chorizo and cornbread stuffing. And she asked me if I liked it. I was like, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I prefer regular stuffing. So she went to Wegmans and just bought me like one of the pre-made little things of normal stuffing so that I can eat it. Right. Who's to say you can't have both on your plate? You can enjoy both. Sure. I just like, I need the traditional one. Like I'm open to all other foods. It's just like I need the staples. Well, so we're doing, so Thanksgiving this year, it's just going to be the two of us, um, mm-hmm. just, you know, to be safe. So yeah. I'm still working and I'm still seeing people all the time at work. Uh, so it's just the two of us. So Adam is cooking. Uh, he cooks. I don't cook. I don't cook. I do kind of clean and I don't have a ring. So there you go. Um, anyways, that was my WAP. It's uh, <laughs> my WAP's take. Um, so he's doing all the cooking, but he wouldn't make stuffing. He was like, I don't really like stuffing. I'm not going to, I'm not going to make stuffing. So I was like, okay, like I could figure out how to make stuffing. No, I just ordered stuffing from a restaurant that serves That's six good. to eight people. Um, so it'll just be <laughs> me and a giant tray of stuffing on Thanksgiving. I can't wait. That's amazing. Six to eight people. But I, I guarantee you'll be able to eat all of it in one sitting. 
Serving sizes mean nothing to me. That's my superpower is, is just drawing serving sizes. Are you making any dishes or was your contribution just buying the stuffing? Um, I bought stuffing from the restaurant, cornbread, and my contribution is that I'm going to go pick those things up. Amazing. I love that for you. you I'm actually going to make, so our friend who's a baker, Daniel Colonel at Daniel Colonel's Cakes. I think that's his Instagram. D. I don't Colonel know what it Cakes, is. I think. I think it's at D. D. Colonel's Cakes. Cakes. Vote for him for greatest baker. By the, way, By the way, yes. Actually, I will actually put that link in the bio of this episode because our friend Daniel Colonel is an amazing baker and he is in this quarter semifinals of a baking competition and the grand prize is not only a feature in The Greatest Baker magazine, but $10,000. And that would be so crucial for him to fund his business. And his dream has always been to have his own cake business. So this would just be like monumental in his career. Okay. Shameless plug. We we're done with that. But so Dan sent me a um, pumpkin cheesecake recipe. So I'm going to try to make that. And then I'm also going to make lobster mac and cheese with truffle. We'll see how that goes, but I'm buying the ingredients at Wegmans tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Gentlemen, come wife this lady up. Honestly, I'm low-key kind of good at cooking. I feel like I You can... are. You, I always think of you when I think of my inadequacies in that area. I'm like, Jackie can just like whip up a steak dinner, like nobody's business, like just on a casual Wednesday night. I literally would not know what to do Thank with the steak. You. I think about it on a weekly basis. You cooking steak. It's a frequent well, well, I have. It probably happens at the very least once a week. I do love a good steak dinner. I know you do. Um, but thank you. Wait, that actually means a lot because I don't think I'm like an amazing cook by any means, but I do think I can cook things. Girl, I'm definitely really above average, freezer, I would say. So you're definitely above average. Most oh, thank you so much. I didn't know people thought this about me. Oh, you're welcome. Wow. What a great little uh, Thanksgiving um, <laughs> Thanksgiving hype each other up corner. All right. Well, let's get into the episode that <laughs> I, I guess. To, I don't know how to segue. I was trying to think of a clever segue. I, don't I know. Segways are always very hard. Maybe Speaking one day of... we'll be really advanced with the editing and we can put a little like. Speaking of things that were all over the place, let's talk about tonight's episode. No, I don't know. Yeah. 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 What were your okay. overall thoughts? Um, overall, I thought, you know, like once again, I think it was very similar to last week's where we now have another classic bachelorette episode. Um, and the drama feels very like fabricated and producer planted where I'm like, these aren't real problems. Like these, this is just normally how the show goes. You guys are making shit up to cause problems before we get to the end of the show where there might actually be real problems. So we're just kind of in this weird limbo, I feel. I don't know. I have to disagree a little. Last week's episode I thought was boring. This week I thought, I actually kind of liked it. I thought there were some really great moments, which we can get into. And Mm -hmm. some of the drama I felt was obviously producer planted, but it was almost so obvious that it was producer planted that it made it comical. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a lot of moments in this episode where I genuinely was laughing out loud. I don't remember the last time I've watched Bachelor or Bachelorette and just been like dying of laughter. Yeah, it was actually funny. Like when Ed shows up at Chris Harrison's room and then they have their whole little debacle, that was funny. That was hilarious. The orgasm noises were hilarious. Oh, right, right, right hilarious like there was just some moments that were just genuinely funny I feel like they're 
leaning in to kind of that, like, let's poke up fun at ourselves, Like, let's be mm-hmm. funny. And I, I like that. Make me laugh. I, I do too. It's fun. I mean, the show doesn't always have to be crying all the no. time. No. It, it kind of almost reminded me a little bit of Paradise where it's like very self-aware. And obviously I only watch these seasons so that I can get to Paradise because that to me is the meat of pure entertainment. I almost feel like at this point, in order to keep up with the way that reality shows are changing, you have to kind of start to break that fourth wall. Yeah. You have to start to become a little more self-aware as a show. I mean, I've seen, like, we saw it last season on The Housewives of Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. where they totally broke the fourth wall. You know, you could hear the producers asking questions. I just think for reality shows to be able to keep up with how smart viewers are now, yeah. you kind of have to recreate it. Um, and for a show that's been running as long as The Bachelor has, they really have to realize, okay, we can't just totally. do the same old song and dance forever. You got to keep up with the times. Yeah. No, I love seeing little producer moments. Like if I see a producer on screen, I'm like, oh, this is gold. Yes. Because it's All honest. Right. What are your hot takes? I'm going through mine to see which are the most lukewarm and which are the most piping hot. Okay, I can start with a lukewarm one. Okay. I would absolutely hate to have any man sing to me a song that they made (laughs) up. That entire, the entire beginning of the episode I wanted to turn off, it was so cringe to me. I don't, there's just something about somebody singing whether they're good or bad, that just makes me feel cringy. I know everybody doesn't feel that way, but to me, it's cringe. How do you feel? I was shocked at how bad literally all of them were. (laughs) Like, I get that music is not everyone's thing. Of course, I was expecting some people to be bad, but I was expecting some people to be able to like whip out a tune. The fact that the winner literally just like basically did spoken word poetry and didn't actually sing a song was annoying to me. I was like, really? Absolutely. None of you guys can make a simple, like literally put Tasha's name into old McDonald had a farm and you would literally be doing better than the winner. Some of us don't think that way though, because I thought of myself, if I was given that date, I would just have to be like, unfortunately at this point, I'm going to have to remove myself from the competition. (laughs) Send yourself home. (laughs) I'm just going to pack my bags and go because I will never love anyone enough to write a song and sing it to them. I just can't do it. Oh, that's actually false because when I'm like being like funny and silly, I will sing a song, but just in, in that setup, it just felt so awkward. Yeah. You sing Rose and Thorn every single week and it is beautiful. Thank you so much for saying that. That is true. <laughs> so I can make up a song. I just don't love the idea of someone else making up a song about me and then singing it to me. That's fair. Television. And I get that, that that is cringe and it's personal and it's weird. And it's like, Ooh, what are you going to say about me? Yeah, my takeaway from that was like, I just couldn't believe that none of them, not even one could step up and have something semi-decent. Like I'm not expecting some amazing orchestration here. Like literally a simple melody would do, but Would have nope. been nice, but no. These men are talentless. They're, they're great. They have great careers, but have no, no other extracurriculars. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's your lukewarm take? Um, my lukewarm take is that when Ivan and Tasha were in the hotel room together having their date and then they started having the pillow fight, never in my life have I ever seen pillows explode like that with feathers and 
that annoyed me because I'm like, this is not real. Like if you, I don't care how hard you hit someone with a pillow, it would never explode like that with that excess. I don't even think there's that many feathers like that in a pillow. Maybe I just don't know enough about pillows, but well, I, it's I a specific know that when you smack them, they do not explode with feathers all over the place. Like you have to literally cut the pillow open to have the feathers come out. Like just well, that, do a casual pillow, pillow fight was, is not going to do it. Right. That pillow was definitely pre-cut. I mean, the feathers yes, were that's like what I'm saying. spilling out of the pillow before she even swung the pillow at him. Right. Like, do, do they think we're stupid? Like, why do you have a pre-cut pillow in this hotel room for the pillow? Like a, a normal un- pillow fight would have been fine. I just like, don't insult our intelligence, Derek. Like, oh my God. Yes. And it, what bumped me out about the pillow, the pre-cut pillow gate, um, was that before that, the Flora's Lava game was so sweet. It was so cute. We didn't need yeah. the pillow fight. We didn't need that in the episode. We didn't need feathers flying everywhere. I thought it was okay the way that it was. Yeah. I mean... Ooh, you look like you disagree. Well, I didn't really like the Flora's Lava thing. Um, I just thought in general, it's like really this is Ivan's one-on-one day is like sitting in a hotel room and playing the floor is lava and then having a pillow fight. Like it wasn't, I don't know. I mean, they obviously had a very good date afterwards and I, I'll talk about that later, but that in itself, I was like, if, if I was on the show and then finally got my one-on-one, cause you don't really get many of those you, at the most you get two, but mostly everyone only gets one. And that was yours, just like sitting in the hotel room and playing games, I would be pissed. See, I completely disagree. That would be my ideal date. (laughs) We're so different in how we approach these things. Come over to your apartment. We just get to play this silly game and jump on furniture and giggle and laugh. And like that kind Mm -hmm. of breaks the ice. Um, We get to eat ice cream. They actually ate food. That ice cream looked delicious. Yeah, And they just sat outside and drank wine. Oh my gosh. Great date. I'll go on that date any day. Okay. Agree. Disagree. <laughs> my my biggest grievance though was the pillows. Like yes, oh I agree. I had a grievance about the pillows as well. Agreed on that. Thank date. you. Thank you. You're welcome. I I genuinely enjoyed the truth or dare date. It was mm-hmm. corny and there was cringe moments that the orgasm thing, as I said before, I was laughing out loud. But even like the drinking challenge, like just brought me to Survivor and I love Survivor and I've been really missing Survivor because they couldn't film and it's, you know, not the new season's not out yet. And I was just like, wow, I just love grown men just drinking gross stuff to prove, (laughs) to prove things. I just, it was so fun to watch. Yeah, no, I did like it. I think it was um, so often, I feel like these group dates are so repetitive from what we've seen before. So this was a new one. It was fun. Would you ever drink one of those juices? I was thinking though, I was like, I think most of the challenge is more mental than it is actual taste. Cause like, they're not going to give you something that will actually hurt you. So I feel like I'd be good at drinking stuff like that. Should you consider that? <laughs> yes, I did. Well, because I always consider it when we watch Survivor and they do things mm-hmm. like that too. The problem is on Survivor, like the bug is literally crawling. And so, uh, yeah. yeah, like those things I don't, I don't think I would do as well with, but this, it was all blended up. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it probably tasted mind, like a normal smoothie. Your mind knows that there's like liver or whatever weird thing that they put in there, but chicken feet, but you yeah. can't see it. It's not, chunk- it didn't look chunky. That's what I was looking out for. I was trying to look to see where there chunks in the smoothies or where they're not. And it didn't look mm-hmm. like chunky smoothies. So I think I could, I think I could suck it up and do it, especially in a competitive environment. Totally. I mean, you know, I get psycho. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is like a small stupid one when Bennett brought up brought up to Tasha that he is like not that into getting married because his parents had a troubled marriage I'm like oh my god we're soulmates we really really are that's my only take I tried to tell you you're actually soulmates. I mean, even his line about in his little weird rap that he made about, you know, eating brie in Paris together. I know. Girl, that's you. Bennett, slide into the DMs. Or maybe Please. maybe I'll slide into yours. It's 2020, people. <gasps> yeah, shoot your shot, girl. I don't even know what I would say. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Maybe I actually will because he'll, he'll never respond, but we'll, we'll try see. to get him on the pod. Honestly, yeah, that's really how. how and then we'll reel him loop, in. You reel him in. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, that was it. Just that um, we are becoming more and more compatible by the episode. Every single episode, I'm like, oh my God, me and Bennett, who knew? I love that so much for you. Thank you. B-Money wasn't really in this episode, so. No, he wasn't. I had a little break um, from him. Also, low-key, he's knocked out of my top four. I think Ben is in the top four. Or also (laughs) Noah. So I already said Zaxi, Ben, and Ivan. And this this episode definitely solidified Ivan in the top four. Um, And I always had a questionable fourth slot. And now I'm like, I think Bennett might be like a dark horse rando there or Noah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I think Noah as well. Um, As I said, I'm totally fine if she wants to send B money home. She can send him right home to my apartment. Exactly. (laughs) Where is he from? Where does he live? Boston. Oh. Hence why I was asking you about Boston. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) I was doing research. Okay, it's all making sense now. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. This is what got in my mind, this trope of Boston men. And I was like, hmm, I wonder about Boston men. I've never thought about them before, so. Yeah, for all the listeners at home, Erin literally texted me a couple days ago saying, wow, I think I just like love men from Boston. And then we discussed how Boston would be a great city for her personally to live in. Because I do think you would actually very much like it for several reasons that I listed when we discussed it. Um, but I didn't men. realize that it was deeply rooted in B money. I didn't know that's where this was coming from, but now it all makes sense. Yeah. I well, I was telling Adam because I was showing him his Instagram. He was like, mm-hmm. Why are you showing this to me? I was like, I just <laughs> never had like I never get crushes. I'm just so excited to have a crush. He was like, you know what? Okay, whatever makes you happy. So he's supportive. <laughs> I think the next thing that I would just like to say, and I think that you're not gonna like this take. Oh no. I wrote it down thinking that it's controversial because I know your feelings about this person. But I just really appreciate Chris Harrison getting into character this year. He in 2020 is just giving us new levels of Chris Harrison. He's signing butts. I mean, he's cleaning up after people. Like he just is, he seems he's just making entertaining television and it's pure fun, a little bit of cringe, but mostly pure fun. And I appreciate it. Yeah, I agree. I think he's been way more visible than we have seen him in seasons past, which I do like, like, it was so funny to me when he was just like sitting there eating crab legs and drinking champagne. I'm like, this is the Chris Harrison we know and love. Like I always envisioned that this is what you do in your spare time, but I never literally saw it in front of me. And it was nice to see it. Right. So thank you, Chris Harrison, for confirming what we all already knew. This is like a random one, but um, Becca Kufrin and Tasha are not friends. They were not on the same season of like, and also was that Sydney, like the rando Sydney also from Colton season? Okay. Yes. That's why I eventually realized it was. But at first I was like, oh, is this like one of Tasha's actual friends from home? Or was she on like some far back season that I never watched before? And then I was like, oh no, she's what is it about her that makes her so unrememberable? 
Because not only was she on Colton season, she was on Paradise. Like, I think she dated Mike Johnson for a hot second on Paradise. And then, and then, and you know, and then eventually it fizzled out and whatever. But she's so unrememberable. Like, I... I think she's just very kind of calm and, and low key. I think that's kind of her personality on Colton's. She's a dance. She was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, a big part of her story or whatever on Colton season. I think she sent herself home. Yeah, she did. I do remember. That's the one thing I remember about her because she was like, this is no for me, which yeah, have to I have to respect anybody. it. No, absolutely. Always. Um, but I also had, I wrote down the same thing. Our Becca and Tasha friends, like Becca, what are you doing here? Yeah. You no, they're friends. not. Just don't lie to us. And you can show up and host the date. I don't care. But don't say, these are my best friends. And then it's Becca. Right. (laughs) My best friends in the whole entire world. (laughs) Like, I doubt that. What? That's not true. That's a great random one. I love that. Um, I have a very random one. It's very serious. I just would like to give a a public apology to Spencer. Because I really hated on him in that first episode that he appeared. Perhaps just one week ago. Maybe two. And I misjudged him. I'm not saying that he's a good person because he wasn't in this episode at all, but I'm saying that I was very dramatic about how bad of a person he was. And I apologize. Yeah. But there's still time, you know, like just because he wasn't in this episode doesn't mean he won't be problematic in the future because he did give problematic energy. He gave problematic energy. And then Noah said, I see your problematic energy and I raise you times 1000. Right. Exactly. So I don't think I'll ever hate a contestant more than I hate Noah, which I know I say every season. (laughs) Speaking of Noah, what was even happening at the end of the episode there with Noah taking Tasha aside? He said something, she said something, and then she was mad. And I genuinely was like, what is even happening? I don't. Can you please explain to me? (laughs) I have thoughts on this. Okay. Obviously, the guys were, you know, Noah went on that date. He got the rose when in their eyes was against the rules. Mm -hmm. And... They were all being very passive aggressive to him. Clearly, they were making comments to him. They're making comments to you, sir, because they don't like you. They didn't say anything about Taisha. And then he went to Taisha in that conversation. And it was, to me, it came across as very, very manipulative, like classic manipulator. He said, you know, well, I don't care what they say about me, but this says this, this, and this about you. So basically he just said to himself in his mind, what are her insecurities and how can I use those insecurities, whether he on the surface realizes that he's doing it or not, used her insecurities to then kind of just put this little doubt in her mind. And she lost it because that was what she was most insecure about. She's trying really hard to be authentic. And he's saying, well, they're questioning your authenticity. When they question why you give a rose, therefore that must mean that they're questioning your authenticity. And so he was kind of drawing conclusions based on the guys. I think just to be manipulative and because he's immature, I think. Yeah, but- no, I see that from his perspective because of course the guys are going to be like, oh, well, because because they're jealous. He was there and, and to be like, oh, well, you didn't get it because she actually likes you. You got it because it's a TV show and they need to stir the pot, blah, 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 blah. But I don't get why Tasha would take that so personally. Like if if someone had said that to me or in a different situation, why wouldn't Tasha just be like, okay, well, weird that they said that, but I didn't just do this for the show. I actually do like you, which is why I gave you the rose. And like, that's that. I think because, and this is what people who are manipulative are good at, right? Like mm-hmm. 
they know what your insecurity is. And I think for Tisha, that is her insecurity in this show. And that's the thing. Like he pushed the right button. He picked the correct button for her. I'm sure if he said, you know, somebody said you're ugly, she might be like, I'm not ugly, whatever. But this is what she's insecure about. So she kind of flew off the handle. And I felt bad for her because I thought that she looked foolish. I love a bachelorette yelling at a group of men. I live for it. Um, But in this case, I don't think that it was warranted. And I think that she ended up looking kind of foolish for believing Noah. I mean, I understand she was manipulated, but I don't think that, I don't think any of those men did anything for her to be. Yeah. I guess just like, I, I didn't really understand what she felt that I get like being triggered by that. I don't get what she felt that she had to defend. I just, I, I'm, I'm like still not getting, it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just the way that he kind of spun it to say, basically the guys are saying that you're not authentic and you're just giving me a rose to start drama. That's what they're saying about you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what the heck? Why would they say that about me? That's not true. And then she lost her mind a little. Yeah. Which we all do, girl. I mean, whatever. But it was so confusing. Like, is it just me? Like, that that was very, like, choppy and confusing, in my opinion. It was. And it could just be editing, right? Like, it could just be the way that they edited yeah. it. Um, but it was confusing because, you know, he kind of said X, Y, Z. And I think you saw her get so upset and you kind of were thinking to yourself, why is she so upset? Like, I don't really think anybody here did anything wrong. And I think that's why the guys were so angry and as they should be. Although shout out to them because they were so calm. Even when they talked to Noah afterwards, they were really calm. Like they put him in his place and they spoke their mind and everything, but nobody threatened him. Nobody... I don't know. I just felt like it it was pretty calm and handled well. This person went home, so it's okay now because we won't have to hear it anymore. (laughs) But I absolutely hated that Kenny called her T. What was that? When did that When did he call her that? I didn't even catch that. The whole episode. Because at first, I thought he said the wrong name and called her Tia. And I was like, that's not her name. (laughs) But then he did it. Every time he spoke, he called her T. And I realized, oh, no, this is just his nickname for her. I am not into somebody giving somebody else a nickname that's not their nickname. I don't like Wait, that. really? I, lo- I love a cute little, especially a first initial nickname. It's very Gossip Girl. Like, thanks, E. Thanks, Queen B. Thanks, T. Yeah, it's okay if you say it to me, but I don't know. There was just <laughs> something about it that just did not sit right with me. I honestly didn't even catch any of that. I don't know. I don't think that bothers me too much to call Tasha T. Hey, T. But it's also kind of weird because it's I feel cute like- when you do it. <laughs> oh, so maybe you just don't like Kenny. <laughs> that could also be it. But it's also weird too because especially with T, I think she's talking I think he's talking about like tea, the not tea. the tea you yeah. drink, but like the gossip. Right. Hey T. I just didn't like it. I just had to get that off my chest. That's fine. I I respect that. I respect your opinion. Thank you so much. I'm I think I'm into first initial nicknames. That's just me. I don't know. I think I'm into them too, except for just not, I guess, when Kenny does it. Yeah. So I think you just don't like Kenny. Well, for somebody who's a boy band manager, you would just think that he would be good also, at singing. Also, wait, was he on the singing date? He was, right? And his He's a was boy no band good. manager and couldn't write literally one little, not even a whole song, a verse of a song, a jingle, one his line. His song was, T, you put the T in my heart. Oh, yeah. And. A, and his stupid and like what, what are those called they're not 
acrostic. You know how it's like T is for blah, T A yes. is for so it's like an acrostic poem. It didn't even make brain. sense. Like he would say A is for, but then he wouldn't say something that started with A. And it's like, I don't think you understand how these poems work. He's obviously a terrible boy band manager. Like you're ugh. bad at your job, sir. Where is he from? I think he's from Chicago too, which Chicago. is like figures. Okay. Ed and Tasha. Well, I just don't think it's not really an entertain. It's not really the hub of the entertainment industry, you know? I don't know. Chicago might disagree. Are you from Chicago? Slide into the DMs. Let us know. Yes. Let us. I've honestly only been there once in my life, but. Send Jackie some hate mail. I don't get good vibes from it. I've been there once too. I enjoyed it. They had good pizza. Yeah. But I could only eat one slice and that's saying a lot for me. Yes. It's very filling. Yeah. As mentioned earlier, I can eat a lot. Right. It's a lot of cheese. Okay. Anyways. One is more take that's lukewarm before I get into a maybe a little hotter one, but it's more of a a hotter discussion is that Ed and Tasha have literally never spoken before on screen. Why was he the one that was saved over chasing and was Kenny went home. And I feel like there was one other person that I actually knew their name of Jordan C and um, Joe. Yeah. Out of all of those guys, why would she save Ed? I thought she was, I really thought she was going to save Chasen. Because they at least had some semblance of a relationship. I was also surprised with giving it to Ed. But then when I reflected on it, I think the producers love Ed. Yeah. Because he's a good sport. They can wind him up very easily and kind of send him off to yell at anyone. I mean, that whole bit where he was going, yeah. like, it was hilarious. True. But he clearly knew he was not going to see Tasha. Well, right. And even if he that thought so he did, scripted. why did no producer say, wait, actually, you're going the wrong way to Tasha's room. It's over here. I don't believe for a minute that he doesn't yeah. know where Tasha's room is. He's not that unintelligent. I think also, that I don't think it's setup. that big of a resort. Like, I think... And he- he went along with it. He was such a good sport about it. True. I think they gave him the biggest baby award and he carried that baby around. Like he's just a good sport and a good, I think he's a producer favorite. So I mm-hmm. think that's why they kept him around. Yeah. No, you're probably right. Just like, ugh, I'm over it. Like, because we, well, because we've had the whole Claire thing and then Tasha started late, I feel like we're just past this kind of stuff in the season, which I guess technically we're not because Tasha's only been the Bachelorette for what, three episodes now at this point? Yeah. So I keep just feeling in two different lanes where on one hand, she's only had three episodes, but on the other hand, I'm like, I've been watching this season for like six, seven weeks now. We should be down to a handful of guys that I care about and feel like all of these relationships are viable so it's just kind of weird all right and then I feel like our my last take is going to be yours because this is the only really big thing that we didn't talk about yet Mm -hmm. um was the Ivan date yes so I obviously loved it I mean I loved it from the beginning when they played Flores Lava um Ivan was one of my faves from the beginning um but I think he really shone on this date it he was so vulnerable his story is heartbreaking um like it just was amazing to see a conversation a real conversation about being black in america and police brutality and the violence in the prison system on abc television during a show that consistently um has issues with diversity, addressing real things, having real conversations. This was maybe the realest conversation I have ever, ever seen on this show. And I'm just so happy that 
that Ivan is in our lives. Yes, I totally agree. And I wrote down the same thing that it is very, never once have we seen an inkling of any sort of political conversation on The Bachelor. Not to say that even what they were talking about was innately super. I don't think it's right, but it's something more serious and more more of substance than just oh, so like tell me where you grew up or you know what I mean. This was like we've never seen anything political. We've never seen them discuss anything about politics on The Bachelor. They've never discussed religion on The Bachelor. But those things are so fundamental to having a relationship with someone. Like, you kind of need to make sure you're on on the same page about, like, certain basic things. Yeah, not to say that this conversation was innately political, but it was a very serious conversation that if you're going to be in a relationship with someone, you need to be having a conversation like this. And we have literally never seen it happen on the show before I just convinced I was just convinced that they only talked about that in the fantasy suites and they were told to talk about other things outside of it or they just edited these conversations out because they didn't think it made for good tv but clearly it does clearly it's these are fundamental conversations that you need to have if you're going to be getting into a relationship with someone and so yeah I was just glad that they showed it yeah Absolutely. Yeah. So like you said, I don't think it was a political conversation because it was really just them talking about their life experiences, yeah, Totally. like their life experiences aren't politics, but it was so nice to just kind of see them address even just real world issues. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, even the fact that they said it's 2020. I mean, I feel like I've never on the show before seen them address the year that it's in. I know you could just take any season and just stick it in 1999 and you would be like, sure, it was in 1999. That's so so true. (laughs) They've never acknowledged that there's a world outside of the Bachelor bubble. That's so true. So I thought that was great to see. I mean, clearly Tasha did not want to talk about it. Um, It was hard to even see her be almost be so vulnerable. And I thought of you immediately because you talked about in the beginning when she, when we found out it was Tisha, like, I wonder what her experiences have been being from um, Orange County and growing up in that community. So just kind of hearing her talk about that and having them bond over, um, over that experience. I just, it was just so wholesome and real and bravo to both of them. Totally. I don't know if you've like seen any other interviews with Tasha like when she was first becoming the bachelor and stuff, I listened to one. It was like on the bachelor happy hour one where it's Rachel Lindsay and Becca Kufrin. And so Tasha was on and they were talking to her and I just got the sense in that interview and just in other interviews in the past of Tasha that she is very cautious about saying the wrong thing. So she doesn't really say anything or take really a strong stance or position, even when it comes to, things at like the show or like, Oh, you know, like everyone was great. I loved my experience, blah. Whereas like, this was legitimately the first time I saw Tasha like have an opinion, a strong opinion on anything. Cause I feel like she's always been very like happy go lucky and like very afraid to say the wrong thing or upset anyone or offend everyone. Like always trying to be on and be like that kind of perfect person. So it was so refreshing to see. Absolutely. And I think given just even what she shared in tonight's episode about how she grew up and constantly Mm -hmm. trying to prove herself and make these people from her community accept her and realize that she's just like them, it makes a lot of sense why she tries really hard to make sure that she doesn't say anything that's wrong and she says the right thing. Like that makes sense because I think at that point for her, it's it's almost like a safety thing, right? Whether it's actual safety or not, it's like 
it's it's a safety thing. I want my community to accept me. Right. It's so, so much easier to fit to. in if you don't make any waves. You know what I mean? It's like just go, yes. just accept it, go under the radar, be pleasant. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. So I was really, I, it was just such a pleasant surprise to get. I think Ivan is going to be a fan favorite for a long yes. time after yes, this. Yes. Um, whether or not he wins in the end, I think he's going to be a, I think we're going to get a lot of fan favorites from this season. Yes. I, it's a, we've said this Can't a gazillion times. It's a great season. I hope they do paradise. Cause also or, too, there's all the girls from Peter season that never got it. Like I want Madison and, don't give it to and Hannah Ann back on. Absolutely not. And then Kelly and Peter TV. need to break up. Like I want Peter, Hannah Ann and Madison like back on the beach. Why are you trying to do this to me? Like put Victoria no. F in there. Like let's no. really get it going. I don't ever want to see any of the girls from Peter's cast or Peter Weber on my television screen ever again in my entire life. I don't follow any of them on Instagram. I, sometimes Peter was and Kelly were showing up on my TikTok. Sometimes those other girls were showing up on my TikTok. I immediately swiped so they would get out of my algorithm. I don't ever want to live that experience again. <laughs> okay. Well, honestly, I, like before Peter and Kelly got together, I thought Paradise was going to be Peter, Madison, Hannah Ann, Victoria F., all on the beach again. And I, I would have been addicted to that. I think that's great. You would have been. I just think we're beyond it. I think we're too far past it. Just that's like, true. Let no, it I know. I've forgotten all about Peter's gals. And we can bring back old favorites. Like, you, I mean, I know Alexis Waters has a boyfriend, but, you know, bring her back. Oh, I love day. her. She's so fun. You know what I mean? Like, there are some great people in Bachelor Nation that I'm happy for you to bring back mm-hmm. onto the show. We just, we're just going to skip skim right over that season all right rose and thorn let's get it okay my rose is going to chris harrison for finally doing his job and really earning that sixty thousand dollars per episode or however much he gets paid like come on dude you got to work for it a little bit and i liked seeing him do something now i need to think of a thorn so if you have anything to add Go for it. I want to. I was. I was going to say I'll give my rose to Ivan. Although I feel like that's too obvious of a one. So I'm gonna. I like to go. You know, more of an underdog. So shout out to you, Ivan. You. You get my my rose, but I'm gonna give my real rose to Riley. Oh, I feel like Riley is such a slept on um, member of this of this cast. He's so calm um, when you know all the when all the nonsense was going on with Noah. He really kind of was the one that was like, okay, out with it. And just the way that he spoke so calm and firm, you can definitely see that he's a lawyer. Um, I just, I think that he's really nice and genuine and he comes across as very sincere and kind of calm and caring. So shout out to you, Riley. You got a rose to My thorn goes to... Noah. Yeah, but it's so obvious. I'm I know, I don't even want to waste my breath. A little bit better. Okay, my thorn goes to the La Quinta resort people because they're like, it's only like week three of Tasha and they're like out of good dates. Like, are you, you kidding? The you literally the pick, okay, the well, no, they don't run the, they don't make the dates, but it's like, you could have put this show in any resort in the entire world. You selected La Quinta resort. So it's not their fault, but it's just like, this is week three and our dates are now sitting in a hotel room playing the floor is lava. Like, are you kidding? There's no like other area for, I don't know, like 
a water slide with the pool or like a little mini golf thing or like, I don't know what else is at resorts random. Like there are so many other resorts that are bigger with other activities. I just cannot believe we're in week three and we're done. Agree that the dates could be better, but I do kind of enjoy the challenge of having to come up with dates all in one place. I just think it's kind of a little bit janky and I I don't hate it. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do for hometowns though? Like, obviously they're not going to people's hometowns, but like, are they going to Zoom parents? I don't know. Or are they going to fly parents in, quarantine them, and but they'll fly in like six set of parents, whoever's left. And then obviously who makes it to the final four, those parents will be on the show. And then two groups of parents after quarantining for 14 days, will just get on a flight back home. Potentially I could see that possibly with fewer people. So maybe we would see hometowns at three or two left in that case. Interesting. Um, My rose this week, um, my thorn, we're talking about thorn. Ooh, my goodness, my brain. Um, My thorn is going to go to Noah. I don't even want to talk about it, but I hate (laughs) you and you suck. Great. You, You get seven thorns. Love that. And um, the last thing I just want to say in Bachelor Nation news is that Caitlin Bristow won yes! the Stars last yes, night. Yes, 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 yes. I have my, Ooh. I wore my um, my do scrunchie all day oh. today for her in her honor. So good. I was very happy for her, even though I didn't even watch Dancing with the Stars at all. I like, heard on her. Twitter that she won, but good. I think she deserves it, and I'm sure she is absolutely over the moon happy about it. The joy on her face when they announced her as the winner was like Aww. beyond. It was so sweet. I mean, I didn't, I haven't watched the whole season, but I tried to like keep up and watch her dances and stuff. And she just worked so hard. And I'm just really happy for yeah. her. Who else was even on it? Like Carol Baskin was there for a hot second, right? Yeah. She went home, I think, the first episode. So the final four, um, Nellie was in the final four. Neve from Catfish. He was in second yeah. place. The show Catfish? Yeah. What is that? On MTV? Neat? Never heard of that before in my life. No way. The show where he go- so he goes and he talks to people who are talking to people online and they're afraid they're being catfished and then they go and investigate mm. and usually they are being catfished. That sounds familiar, but I feel like it's more like to catch a predator. No, that's when the guy that's that's a different show. That's when the guy goes and talks about and they secretly talk to men who think they're talking to little kids and then he goes into their kitchens and he yeah. sits down with them and they try to run away. Right. That sounds like the same show to me. Two completely different shows, <laughs> but To Catch a Predator is excellent um television. In high school I became obsessed with that show yeah. and I um became obsessed with the um the sex offender registry and I knew where all the sex offenders were in our town. Oh, great. I would love to know that information. (laughs) I can no longer remember, but, um, I really got into it. I mapped out where all their houses were and things. So I have normal pastimes. It's fine. I'm like shocked at this information, but like, were you doing that as a precautionary measure because you didn't want to be around sex offenders? Valid, but like very um, mature of you as a, what, 12-year-old girl being like, this is something important that I should focus on. It was in high school. So it was like sophomore year. So I would say I was 15. Um, I want to say part of it, definitely precautionary. Part of it, it was just a hobby of mine. Um, right. that's, really where, okay. that's really where my true crime obsession began. 
But they say that a lot of that true crime obsession comes out of anxiety. Instead of avoiding it, we want to collect all the information of all the terrible things that could possibly happen to us because we convince ourselves that that will make it we'll be more prepared when that thing happens, but normally it just makes you more anxious. No, it's true. Honestly, I feel like you know so much about getting murdered that if you, if I was, if we were both in a situation and someone was coming in to murder both of us, I would feel a little bit better about it because I think you'd be able to save us. Oh my God, that means so much to me. Wow, thank you for saying that. You're welcome. I truly believe it too. I don't know if I do, but but I'm going to tell myself that because it makes me feel better. Okay. This is a weird episode. Yeah. I liked it though. Is there anything else we need to say? I don't think so. Like subscribe, swipe yes. up. Guys, please subscribe and give us five stars and only five stars. If you're considering giving us four or below, don't give us and a review never at speak all. To us again. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. Follow us on and Instagram. For, oh, sorry. Vote for Dan. <laughs> yeah, vote for Dan for greatest baker. Honestly, I I wish. Maybe I'll even post a picture of one of his cakes on the Bachelor Blab Instagram because he makes flowers out of pure sugar that literally look like real flowers. I don't know how to express to people how talented he is. He really is very talented. He deserves it for sure. But also follow us on Instagram at Bachelor Blab. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a very happy and safe Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.